Salam Salam from Center City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 17th of November 2022, a quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. As we told you last week, the Ethiopian federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, have reached an agreement and decided to lay down arms and permanently cease hostilities. The agreement's complete implementation is pending, but there is significant process. The peace talks continued this past week in Nairobi, Kenya, and they put together military leaders from both sides. The talks were supposed to end on Wednesday the 9th, but they got delayed until Saturday the 12th. But it was better late than never as the military leaders signed an agreement to finally end the war and allow unhindered humanitarian access. The agreement lays out that military leaders will provide orientation to their soldiers on how to disarm. After that, federal authorities and the federal government's military force will enter Tigray's capital, Mikkel. To that end, the leader of the government's military, Field Marshal Berhand Jula, and other delegates arrived in Addis on Sunday the 13th. Berhand Jula told the media that the federal government's military is committed to implementing the agreement and that it will do so for the sake of peace and the public. The TPLF's delegates also returned home to Mikkel. There was progress on the humanitarian front as well. On Friday the 11th, the National Disaster and Risk Management Commission said that any humanitarian organization can provide aid to the Tigray region through all corridors. The commission said that the humanitarian organizations can transport aid through road or air. Speaking of donations, the European Union has donated more than 30 million euros to UNICEF to help resume essential health services in the war-stricken areas. Now that lasting peace is on the horizon, universities in the area have also resumed their classes. One of them is the Woldia University, whose students have halted their studies for almost three years due to the coronavirus pandemic and the war. The university revealed that students are entering campuses and will attend classes soon. Another university that has been damaged because of the war is the Wulo University. However, because of the de-escalation, one of its campuses had a graduation event for more more than 1,000 of its engineering students on Saturday the 12th. More news regarding the aftermath of the agreement as food prices dip in Tigray. Sellers and residents have told the radio station of The Voice of America that food prices have dramatically decreased following the peace agreement. They told the station that prices will plummet even further when essential services get restored. Although it seems like the biggest problem has been solved, other conflicts remain. In the Aromia region, Wolega Zone, the government is in a protracted conflict with a rebel group that calls itself Oromo Liberation Army. Some residents have told media outlets this past week that civilians have been murdered, roads have been closed, and vital service providers have closed shop. Airstrikes have also been reported. Jawar Muhammad, one of the most famous personalities in Aromia and activist-turned-politician-deputy-chairman of the Aromo Federalist Congress, said that the suffering of civilians has grown. He said that a peace agreement in another corner of the country won't bring lasting peace unless all conflicts are resolved. He added that since the conflict's cause is political, parties must gather around the negotiating table and reach an agreement as soon as possible. 
The Addis Ababa City Council held an assembly last week on Tuesday the 8th. The council has decided that all resources and content that represents all of Ethiopia's ethnic groups will be included at the Adwa Museum that's currently being built at the heart of the city, right in front of the city administration's building. The council also decided to extend the construction of government housing projects for the last time and to finish the construction of a road south of the city by borrowing funds from the federal government until a foreign loan is available. But that wasn't the biggest news in Addis for the past week. The 4060 and 2080 housing project lottery was held on Tuesday the 15th, with more than 25,000 houses up for grabs. The lottery was previously drawn months ago in June, but the results were scrapped because of corruption and bribery. Council members and software professionals were arrested and the draw was halted until the government cleared things up. City Mayor Adenek Abebe was present at the draw and said that the administration will immediately fix problems if there are any and will recheck the result with an audit. The event was televised live and results were revealed the same day. Speaking of lotteries, the National Lottery Administration said on Monday the 14th that individuals were holding lottery draws through the social media platform TikTok. The administration said that these draws are illegal because only the administration itself and other entities authorized by the administration are allowed to hold lottery draws. The administration added that these individuals are committing an offense that is punishable by more than 50,000 burr, around $1,000, and three to five years in prison. The administration warned these TikTokers that it will take legal action if they do not stop. TikTok is a very popular social media platform and it has a lot of users in Ethiopia. A few months ago, the government revealed plans to open the banking sector to foreign banks. It seems that the government is going ahead with the plan, as the National Bank said on Saturday the 12th, that foreign banks will enter the market soon. However, the bank said that only a handful of foreign banks will be allowed to operate in the country in an initial phase. There are mixed opinions regarding this decision to allow foreign banks to operate in the country. An official of the bank, Solomon Dusta, said that the foreign banks can entice local banks to operate more efficiently and will bring in much-needed foreign currency. Speaking of privatization, the Ministry of Finance has invited international telecom bidders to bid for 40% of the share of Ethio Telecom, the only telecom company owned by the government. The Minister of Finance, Ahmed Shide, revealed the news in a statement where he said that proceedings have begun to sell shares. He also revealed that another private telecom company will enter the Ethiopian market after Safaricom, which recently launched services. But things aren't sailing smoothly at the Ethiopian offices of the Kenyan company. Safaricom's call center workers have gone on strike. The employees told media outlets that they were protesting because Safaricom employed them through an agency instead of employing them directly, paid them at low wages, did not enter into a life insurance contract, failed to give them a training certificate, and did not provide adequate transportation services. Media outlets asked Safaricom about the strike, and it said that the disagreement occurred because the company that manages its call center and the employees and said that it hopes it will be resolved soon. Safaricom added that the company is operational and customers can use its services. 
And to close this episode, this year's edition of the Great Ethiopian Run is going to be held on Sunday the 20th. Every year, tens of thousands of people participate in this 10-kilometer road race held in Addis. The run was originally created by legendary runner, former Olympic gold medalist turned businessman, Haile Gebru Serlase. The Great Run is really more about the event and vibes than the actual race. Instead of tickets, entrance is allowed by buying t-shirts, which are almost sold out. Would you like to know more? you can check the link in our show notes. And that's it for this week. The consensus seems to be Mastodon for people leaving Twitter and some even Facebook as well. Mastodon has no ads and no algorithms, but you need to pick a server or subdomain. Which ones have you chosen? Thoughts about that? How has your experience been? Anything else social media related, you can let us know at Ethiopia at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Ciao.